Hello and welcome back to Warriors Weekly, the official Glasgow Warriors podcast. And thank you to everyone who listened to our debut episode last week. And thank you for your feedback and your five-star reviews. I've got some here to read out to you, Ashley. Have you seen these? Read them out. I did see a few on there, but I don't... Someone said, it's great to see a GW podcast for our weekly news. Hope it contains some insider news on the teams and signings, etc. Someone said, Adam Ash sounds like a good guy, a good face for radio. Oh, thank you, whoever said that. That's a really nice comment. I appreciate that. Face for radio is not... Well, I'll take that. You take it. I'll take the voice. And someone says, loved it. It's going to be great getting to hear about all the players and the club news. Hope the sound quality improves. And it has. We've got some brand new microphones in this week. We've listened to your feedback and we'd like more feedback going forward. So if you use the hashtag Warriors Weekly and let us know what you think of the podcast, what you want to hear and what you're enjoying. Uh, My name is Jack Reed. As always, I'll be joined by Adam Ash and we've got an action-packed show this week. We'll be joined by Mike Blair later on and Robbie Nairn. But um, just touch on this week at Scottsdale. This morning we had London Scottish visiting and you had a bit of a hit out against them. It looked looked pretty brutal. Yeah, it was nice and juicy actually. Uh, Yeah, we had sort of two two teams of eight and they had two teams of eight and we we just went for it. Uh, Some nice uh, line outs, uh, mauling against each other, uh, scrums and then into some sort of pick and go defence and also attack. Goal line D and attack you could call it. Um, can you achieve a, can you achieve a different type of intensity against guys you're not so familiar with? I absolutely think so. Yeah, um, it's nice to go up against guys that you're not spending every day with because you know there's no getting away from it. When you are playing a game, you know there's no love lost. You're just mm-hmm. you're you're hammering in at all you know levels of intensity. You're not holding back. So it's it was great to have those guys in and. Um, Seemed like a really good bunch of lads as well, nice nice guys, and uh, we had their coaching staff in a couple of weeks back as well, and I had a, a chat to a couple of the, the, the coach and the physio, and seemed like lovely people, so we wish them all the best with their season. And some familiar faces, of course. Yep, Grayson, Richie Vernon, Lewis Wynn. Lewis Wynn's looking bulky, I'll tell you that. Yeah. He looks like he's put on a few kegs, <laughs> he's looking strong. Uh, so no, it's good, good to see those guys, uh, and uh, yeah, they seem like they're doing well. So um, the new season is upon us. We are in Perth this Saturday against Harlequins in the famous Grouse pre-season challenge. And there's going to be lots of news coming your way before that. The new kit will be launched this Friday. Ashley, you just had a little sneak peek. What do you think? Just had a peek. I like it. Uh, like the away kit. It's a bit different. Quite quirky. Nice colours. So, uh, yeah. And that will be on sale in at the Perth game this Saturday for the first time. And also, we'll be announcing the captain for the coming season this week. Ooh, so that'll be, that'll be interesting. <laughs> so that's got that to look forward to. But speaking of Perth, a man who has played up there for Scotland against Japan is Mike Blair. And he is our first guest on the podcast this week. So joined by Mike Blair, Scotland captain, British and Irish Lion... Calcutta Cup winner, but Mike, this must be the pinnacle of your career. Guest on Warriors Weekly. Big moment for me. How's um how's preseason been going for you? Uh, you were away on tour, so you. Yeah, so I, I was away with Scotland, and then I had a month off, so I joined up once everyone had had their their week off in the middle. Um, so a lot of the work had been done already. I came back at the same time as the Scottish players, and it's been brilliant. Um, really nice to come back to a different environment from the from the Scotland one and uh, new ideas and, and everyone's been really keen and enthusiastic and, and developing really well. Ashley, how is, how is it having someone that you used to play with now coaching you? Is that a, an odd transition or is it quite Play, quite play rugby with. Played rugby with, <laughs> yeah, I did play rugby with you. It's a bit funny at first, got to admit, it's a bit strange, you know, one of the players that you played with and take the field with every week and then 
you know, from there goes on to I guess coach you, but now it just seems like Mike's a coach. Like, <laughs> it's just, a good thing or a bad like, thing. It's a good thing. No, yeah. it's a good thing because like I don't know, it's not as if like you've always been a respected guy, like regardless of whether you were, were playing with you or getting coached or whatnot. So it's uh, yeah, I think it does take a little bit to kind of adjust and to see Mike as a coach. But you know, a few months in and we're we're all flying and we kind of just treat him like we we treat anyone else around here with respect and. Um, yeah, I think I think it's the same. Prior from a, from my side of things as well, it was something that I was a little bit apprehensive about. Um, you know, having come back and played a season at Glasgow and guys, your teammates and um, and how you transition to that coach. Well, I guess I was probably fortunate in the way that it was done with me, and that it was um, I didn't have a huge amount of face time that first year. A lot of the stuff that I did was behind the scenes. It was previews, reviews, working with with Gregor and, and helping him out and. And doing bits and bobs, so the the transition was made a little bit easier that way. Since Dave came over, I've I've had um, areas of the game aligned to me, so so counter attack would be an area I specifically look at, and and shape off, kick off receipt as well. So so these are things now I'm I'm more front of house, and I guess I feel more more confident having had that year of transition first. So you might have you must have a lot to do with Ashley then, if, in terms of kick off receipt, because it's the number eight who's. Whose responsibility it is to well, sometimes to nowadays the games change. You don't know where the ball could go. But I was in a Mike's kickoff and counter attack group last year, um, and we've kind of got our little mini units that we split off into and review different areas of the game. Um, and then one of the players kind of feeds back to the team at some point during the week. So yeah, that was uh, that was good fun. Yeah, the the, the counter attack. Dave likes to really emphasise the counter attack, um, almost as another set piece, away from um, uh, scrum and line out and, and kick off receipt as well. Obviously, because we get so many possessions in the game from counter attack, it's, a, it's an area that you can really work on and impose yourself in the game. We found um, last year that as the season went on, less and less teams actually kicked it to us. Um, you know, there were still com- some contestable kicks in there, but a lot, lot less uh, long kicks than allowing us to counter attack from. So. So we're going to have to look at ways of, of creating counter-attack ball. You, um, you recently signed a new contract. Congratulations. For those who don't know, tell us about how you split your time between here and the national side. So, yes. Yeah, so, um, so last year, for example, um, whenever there was Scotland stuff on, I was with Scotland. So that included the, the summer tour, the autumn, the Six Nations, and then the summer tour just, just gone as well. There'll be uh, camps uh, within that, so you get... Um, a week leading into each kind of tournament to, to work as a as a squad and I've I was released by by Dave to do that as well. But in any other time, I'm 100% committed to Glasgow. So I, I try and switch off a bit from the Scotland stuff. You know, mm-hmm. different calls, different um, management groups, and, and and really focus on what I'm doing with Glasgow. And no time off at all then, by the sound of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's been it's been great actually, Dave's. Um, it's one of the things I think that. I've learned from them this year about um, looking after players in terms of time off, allowing them windows at Christmas. I think there was a 10-day period over November and a 10-day period into, was it March as well, where guys had the opportunity to go away. And Dave said to me early on um, that um, the the coaches remaining, he would have the whole of June off. And as I was with the the Tour to Scotland, I'd have the whole of July off. So there was um, plenty of time. So, So usually it's something that, um, coaches would complain about I think but, but Dave's been fantastic with me and allows time to spend some time with the, the wife and family What did you do? What did you get up to in your time off actually? Uh, I was three weeks in Portugal 
Oof. So uh, coaches have told me, they said, whenever you get time off, make the most of it. So I thought, well, I got, got the holidays early, let's go away for as long as possible. So I had, had a great time, went to, went to Portugal. Um, first week I was away with mum, dad and the family. And then second week we'd, we moved to a place called Vadalobo in the Algarve. And bumped into uh, a lot of people. Al Kelk and his family were there. Mm, and I know, I know. Everyone's like, "Why did you go on holiday with him?" I was like, "I didn't go on holiday. <laughs> I just happened to see him there." Um, but our kids are kind of similar kind of age, so that worked well. And then there's a lot of celeb spotting as well. It was um, it was there. Peter Jones was there um, from Dragon. Dragon's Den. Holly Willy Boobies was there. Who else? Um, there was someone else as well. Uh, what's what's the other guy in Dragon's Den? The Scottish guy. Um, the, Duncan Valentine. Uh, Duncan Valentine. Who was there? Um, saw Rory Best over there. Um, you know, he's a footballer. The, Who was the oh, foot? John Terry. I played a bit it. of paddle tennis with John, but Beat him. Uh, JT, I call him. <laughs> you'd, you'd call him John Terry, but yeah, big big JT. Um, so it was great fun, great to get away. I took a laptop with me, but um, don't tell David. Didn't open it in three weeks. <laughs> um, but it's great now. I'm I'm refreshed and 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 ready to attack, and I've really been enjoying it. What have you made of this particular set of nines that we've got this season? Nick Frisbee's a new face, but then George. Must be a completely new player, and then a kind of Ali's been struggling with injury. What have you made of in pre-season of this group we've got here now? Yeah, I, I think we're massively fortunate with the nines we've got. Um, we've got um, players who can play a different brand of rugby if required. If the weather's bad, we've got players who can who can do that. I've been really impressed with with uh, Nick Frisbee, old Pickles coming in, and he's got a really good rugby brain and good understanding. He might not be that that physical beast you know who gets the great bronco times or gets the the great scores in the gym but he he thinks quickly and he's in good position so i've been really impressed with him um you know george coming back um after his first summer tour um, made massive strides last year and it's a big thing for him now to to push on to avoid that second season syndrome but but his work ethic will mean he'll he'll definitely get that um as you see with ali he um he had a, an injury in the scotland tour um, but he's he's worked really hard in his game the last few weeks, and and he'll be back in action fairly soon. And then we've got Kaleem Barreto, who's been training with us. Really impressed with his work ethic and his his pass as well. Always wanting to learn. And and you got Nico in there as well, who's um, I don't know if you can call him a nine, but he's been training a utility back. Yeah, he just has a B on the back of his um, back of his top. But but he's a guy. When was it? Three four years ago, he was he was player of the season here, and he was he was phenomenal. Um, and so there's a possibility that he can do a job as, as a nine as well. So, yeah, there's an embarrassment of riches there. All, all pretty good lads as well. What I want to know is, we're on an away day. George and Ali collide in, in the warm-up. Do you back yourself to step up and still do a job? <laughs> Someone asked me this in, uh, when we are on the, the Scotland tour. And uh, we, only had, we only had two scrum halves. And the question was, did, Lo- did Lee Jones come onto the bench as the nine? Um, or did I come on? And I, I kind of, you know, I backed myself, but didn't say it. And there was a kind of pause. And um, you were hoping and for the Greg, whole room to back Well, you. yeah, exactly. But, um, but Greg okay. kind of lent towards, um, <laughs> towards Jonesy. I'd last a few minutes. What are you um, doing now to keep yourself fit? Because you're still looking reasonable, Nick. Oh, thanks, Ash. I appreciate it. Not a lot, is it? Is um, that that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, to be honest, I'd, when I stopped playing, I did pretty much nothing for a year. Um, you know, I'd have a run around in the squash court or something, but didn't do too much. But um, I've kind of done little blocks of training, and I find, like, it might sound absolutely rubbish because I didn't train particularly hard when I played, but I find, like, you bounce back quite quickly. So if you do three weeks of gym, 
you go from being pathetic like you, Jack, <laughs> in, into like, you know, being a little bit less pathetic. So I've been doing a bit of gym, you know. I've and, seen you uh, in there a few times then. Yeah, one, two, eight in the bench, but stop going on about it. Um, <laughs> What's that, a 70k body weight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've, 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 um, I've put a little bit on. Um, over the last couple of years, so I'm, uh, I'm touching 90 kilograms, which is a bit embarrassing. But that's with, cl- with shoes on, with shoes on, so, you know. We, um, we tweeted out that you were going to be on the show today, and we've had a couple of questions in. One of them was from Gavin Anderson, and he asked about the transition from, from player to coach. But Scott McFarland's also got in touch and said, what is the biggest area you think the Warriors need to improve on from last season? Um, I think we did a lot of really, really good stuff um, last year when we clicked. Um, I think we were unbeatable. Um, think back to tries like the the, the extra home game, those kind of back to back tries. Um, you know, when we clicked, we, you know, extra sorry, one of the the best teams in Europe, and we we put them away. Um, but I think there's probably a bit of a consistent consistency of performance. Um, so making sure that we're able to put out those those kind of magic moments from game to game, avoiding um, you know those unforced turnovers and what have you because that can kill the momentum of the team but we, we did a lot of good stuff we need to build on that but um, yeah I think probably you know holding on to ball maintaining pressure on, on the opposition is a, a good one for us to focus on Well Mike thanks very much for joining us you've been a great guest just got to go back and edit out that, that bit when you called me pathetic but otherwise otherwise all good <laughs> Pleasure to be on. <laughs> That was the best bit <laughs> Great to hear from Mike there. Our next guest is Robbie Nairn. It's a really exciting week for him personally. Having spent a couple of years down in London playing for Harlequins, it's looking like he's going to be playing against them in our first pre-season game. Actually, we announced this week that all the seats were sold out. We've put some standing on, but the people of Perth have really got behind it. We're playing at the North Inch Ground Saturday, 2 o'clock, so there are still standing tickets available, but that should be a really great day. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, Yeah, it's crazy to hear that, that they've sold all the tickets and additional additional tickets going up now as well so um, fair play to, to all the, the fans and supporters from up that way or those that are travelling from, from down here for, for getting behind us it's going to be awesome um, you know I remember the game last year actually at Stirling the first mm-hmm. pre-season game we played and it was awesome what a, what a great support we had behind us and uh, a lot of young players out there playing that day but um, yeah it's going to be interesting to see uh, who, who gets the nod this weekend but guys like Robbie who have been training extremely well throughout pre-season um, it's going to be great to see, hopefully, him play and express himself because, uh, uh, yeah, he's he's been a a really a, he's a talented guy. Um, but he struggled with, with injury a bit last year, didn't he? So he fans did. fans might not have got seen a lot of him. He got injured in pre-season, then again during the season. But he must have done enough on the training pitch to yeah. get Dave to give him that that first professional contract. Yeah, he's he's an extremely powerful winger. Um, he's a big guy he's, he's 107 kilos I guess, but the same size as me um, so he's he's trained extremely well and, and whenever he's got the opportunity to go out there and play for us he has done well so I think that put him in good stead for, for this season so um, yeah let's, let's hear from him joined by Robbie Nen. Robbie how are you how's pre-season been yeah I'm good thanks uh, it's gone, gone pretty well it's pretty tough but I'm enjoying it so How's he been performing out there, mate? Oh, he's an animal, this boy, I'll tell you. <laughs> Man, he's a, he's a phenomenal athlete. Um, 
Got some big scores in the gym, Rabbi. You, you got some big scores in you. Yeah, shifted some tin. Chico and uh, Phil and all the SC team are really putting us through it, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. So I think uh, no, it's good to <laughs> it's good to see you back on the the pitch. You had a tough season last year with some some injuries, didn't you? And a bit like yeah. myself, actually, kind of injuries that lasted a bit longer than expected, which was probably a bit frustrating for you. Yeah, it was just I couldn't have gone any worse, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the preseason game playing against Northampton Saints and. Apparently I was playing well before I got knocked out. You were, I remember, I remember you tanking down that wing, seriously, being so. like a horse. You could have told me anything after and I would have been, I believed you honestly, you could have told me I scored a hat-trick. I would have gone, oh, okay. You got spark, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I got a bad concussion and that was, I had a couple before that, so I had to take about a month and a half, two months off. And then came back and was playing at Air, um, a loan club. And that was good, I played a couple of games there and then unfortunately just busted up my knee and messed up some cartilage and stuff and it turned from maybe a three or four month injury into about seven and a half, eight. So I basically didn't play much rugby at all um, and I was in the academy last year obviously but I was lucky enough to still be in and around the Glasgow setup and chatting to Dave and all the coaches. I think I was very grateful when they kind of gave me the chance and I think I've just taken it quite well and I'm just trying to show off as much as I can. So you must really be enjoying this pre-season setup fully fit and you can really stake a claim. Yeah, absolutely. It's my first full pre-season actually. I've never had a full pre-season before because with under 20 stuff you're always at World Cups or training camps and it's my first sort of six weeks of training and it's been absolutely horrific. Um, but no, I've really enjoyed it. It's just been good fun being with the boys and obviously now that the international boys are, are coming back in, it's good to have the whole squad together. Was he ever in Fat Club? Was he a Fat Club member? Are you joking me? <laughs> Wait till you no. see this. Maybe with this episode we can send out a picture of Robbie with his top off. <laughs> but he is, he's chiseled. What's your skin fold, Robbie? Uh, so, yeah, you get your kind of skin fold test as you get pinched with like these little kind of clippers for the fat boys to kind of see how fat they are. And mine's are about 37 at the minute, which is, which is I've all got right. But <laughs> my, my skin fold on my kite is 20. <laughs> and has for his whole body 37. Who is it? Was it Ratu? Is he the only one that's lower than you, or are you lower than him now? No, I'm lower than he him. He doesn't want just to admit that. it, but <laughs> No, I don't want to say much. No, I think we're about the same, actually. I think he's about the same as me. Uh, we're in close competition, but it's just it's just genetics. Genetics, you're so. just a freak, you know. Your nickname could be the Clydesdale horse. <laughs> Do you know what? It's, it's better than having no nickname, so I'll take it. I'll uh, take it. So it's a big, big week for you, I guess, with Harlequins coming up the road. Really exciting, a club that you spent a lot of time with. And it's yeah. So you did? I did, two years, yeah, it's a strange one. I, I was in the academy when I was there, straight after school in 2015, I think it was. Um, and I basically just went down because I said to my agent, I'm with Red Sky, and I just said to them, I want to try something completely different and managed to get that opportunity after playing all right at 18s. And I really enjoyed it, to be honest with you. And after two years, it didn't work out and I didn't have the opportunity to stay on. But, you know, at the time I was a bit gutted, but then that's led me up back up the road and... I'm actually really happy with how it's worked out. I had a tough season last season and I've been kind of waiting to catch a break but I feel like now is kind of my time hopefully and I'll just kind of see how it goes in the next couple of games if I get a run out. So. How does the just the rugby itself differ into training week in, week out? What are, what are the focuses down there and are they slightly different uh, to what you do up here? It's a strange one. I think down there obviously I was basically a small fish in a big pond whereas up here it's only two teams so it's a bit more, there's like less competition as such but the quality that we've got coming in with you know guys coming from overseas and the young guys coming up you know there's there's just as much competition now to be honest I mean but I'm just enjoying it and um it's just it's going to be hard wherever you go I think that's what I've came to realize I think I was going down thinking because I was playing all right at school that I was going to be all right but I was just a small fish in a big pond and it was hard work but I've learned so much from it and grown as a person and 
yeah, it didn't work out, but I'm back up the road now and I'm hoping to kick on and, and take things to another level. So. You still in what, WhatsApp groups down there? Any smack talk going on this week with them coming up the road? Do you know what? There's not yet, but I know it's coming. I used to obviously <laughs> get a lot of stick because, well, they thought I had a strong Scottish accent, which I don't think I do. Like, I, I imagine if they met some of the guys that they'd, they Me? couldn't even have a conversation. Yeah, I mean, if they met Ashley, no, I think they'd bad. be struggling. But um, I'm sure it'll start kind of over Instagram and all that, but I'm just looking forward to seeing them. And I've got a lot of old friends who I keep up with. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing them. Hopefully they get picked and it'd be good to, to get in the mix with them. Actually, are you putting your hand up to play this week? I hope so. I, I don't know what's happening. Apparently a few guys know that they're playing, but I've not heard anything, so maybe I'm not. Um, but yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy to have a run out this weekend, or if not this weekend, next week. So we'll wait and see what Big D says. Feeling good, though. feeling good, feeling fit. Feeling good. I was a little bit ill towards the end of last week there. I had a little bit of a kind of throat tonsillitis type thing, but I'm back and... Uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I think that today has been the first day throughout all pre-season where I felt completely rested. Because when you're training, you're, you're going hard Monday to Friday, and then you get the weekend yeah. off, and it's two days. Which two days is great for rest, obviously, mm -hmm. but it's not enough. I actually think you probably need that four or five days to, to really start feeling yeah. the, the effects and, the, I guess, mm -hmm. the adaptation from the training that you've done. So... I'm absolutely flying today. I've just been out there doing a line-out session and jumping around like a spring chicken. It's, it's brilliant. That's good stuff. Yeah, I think it doesn't help when you have a, we usually have a Friday finisher. So we've had us, we've had our camp at Largs and they've had us doing sort of CrossFit and cycling and trying to basically break us by the Friday, I think, so that we don't go out and do anything silly on the, <laughs> on the weekend. by 10 o'clock. <laughs> I think I've been in bed at about <laughs> half nine every uh, Friday and Saturday the last couple of weekends because it just it takes it out of you. But then... Again, as long as you come in Monday, kind of ready to go, that's all that matters. Have you have you set yourself any personal goals this season? You said you're you're feeling good now. Do you, is that something that you do? Do you say I want to play X amount of games, or I want to do this, or are you just going to take it as it comes? Uh, personally, no. I mean, last season I kind of came in and I was thinking, oh, I'll try play this amount of games and do this, and then the season will work out. But it doesn't work out that way, and I'm I'm just much more open to kind of. You know the fact that I'll get injured at some point, or I won't get picked, even if I'm playing well. And I'm just looking forward to taking it week by week. Again, hoping to get picked this week for the Quinns game, and then after that, I'll be hoping to get picked for the Saints week, and then I'll just take it from there. But Ash knows what it's like with injuries and flare-ups. It's so hard to predict that you just can't look too far ahead. I don't think you just got to stay grounded in where you're at. And then, how good have guys like Ashy, but then specifically the other wingers for you? Some of the more senior players are they taking you under the wing? Are you are you asking them for advice? Yeah, absolutely. They're brilliant. Just all of them, to be honest with you. There's, I could name names, but they're all good at taking you under their wing, and I can just pick their brains and ask them questions. And even if it's a silly question, it's good to get the answer because you know I'm I'm only 21. There's a lot of experienced players, guys that have got X amount of Scotland caps or Lions caps, and I think just being able to ask them questions because they've always got an answer. I think there's questions that I can ask myself that I can kind of answer, but. There's certain ones that sometimes you just need someone to tell you. Sometimes it's about being told you're in the wrong. Like I've made a lot of mistakes, but I've came to terms that that's just how it goes. You've got to make mistakes, and you've got to be able to someone to tell you that you're doing something wrong, because then otherwise, you know, you'll do it in a game or whatever. So it's important to learn, and all the guys have been great so far. Well, Robbie, thanks for joining us, and if picked, go well this weekend. Yeah, thank your you. Old mates. I'm looking forward to it. Thank Cheers. you very much. <laughs> Actually, you've been there, done that. How hard is it for an academy guy to come through his first year as a pro and really put his hand up for selection and to make that step? It is tough. I mean, Robbie said it himself. You know, there's, there's a lot of mistakes that you're going to make. Mm -hmm. and you, to be quite frank, you have to make um, because, you know, it's a continual learning. You know, you're always developing and, uh, 
you know, you, you've got to go out there, express yourself, and be willing to make these mistakes as a, a young player um, and, and learn and grow from them. Because it's, to be to be honest, it's the only way it's going to happen. Um, you know, Robbie was he was unfortunate last year, uh, but I'm looking forward to him hopefully taking the field and uh, and having a big season. He spoke about taking advice off people and people passing on their wisdom. Who did that for you? Was there a certain individual who, when you were when you were first coming through, who really took you under their wing? Yeah, there's a few guys. Uh, you know, Josh Strauss would be one guy who you know he was he was always excellent um, with me as a young player. Um, you know, he was always encouraging and would kind of you know if if there was anything that he thought that I could work on in my game, he would always kind of give me feedback and and just uh, yeah, he would just kind of always be there. He wasn't too overpowering or anything like that, but his kind of presence was there. And, and I guess if, if I ever wanted to speak to him about anything or run anything by him, he was always there to do that. So um, he he was obviously a, a big kind of uh, role model and leader within the squad when I first came in. And also, you know, Ryan Wilson, like he's he's uh, he's very contrasting style. Yeah, so. very contrasting. Ryan's a little bit more in your face and a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like an excitable puppy, I guess you could say. That's <laughs> like one way to describe him. But he he's been great as well. Um, you know, he's all for all players. In fact, he he's, he's a fantastic leader, and I guess that goes to to show why he captained us last year. And um, so I guess I've been lucky to, to have guys like that who have been around for for quite a while. And obviously Ryan's still here. Um, so yeah, it's the, the, there are a lot of senior players in all squads, and, and that's what you would like to hope is that these guys, you know, when young players come into the squad, put an arm around them, and you know, can I guess um, nurture them as as best as possible. Mm -hmm. And have you found yourself having to take on that role a bit more the more you mature and with these young people coming through under you? Yeah, totally. I think that's one of the things that you learn, you know, when you're kind of you come into a squad and, and you go through that process of you know getting up to speed and uh, there's a lot of learning and mistakes to be made, um, and you know one thing for me is is you kind of learn what you responded well to and you and you learn what you also maybe didn't respond mm -hmm. well to, and that kind of shapes you for how you go about your kind of process of of nurturing these young players that come into the club. Um, and, and I think we do a good job at that here. You know, there's a lot of guys that are very supportive and uh, and really look after our young players and, and kind of guide them, which I think has been one of the things that's really probably pushed the club on over the last three or four years. It's going to be a real blend of that experience in youth against Harlequins. We're going to announce a big squad, a big travelling squad tomorrow. Is there a different mood around the country? It's game week. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we're playing again. Is there a different buzz around training this week? Yeah, things definitely get a little bit more intense, I'd say, you know, like, just been out there doing a forward session and a lot more live mauling and, and scrumming, which is something that's really only come in over the last two or three weeks. And when I say come in, I mean like full intensity contact training. Um, so, so things are starting to look a little bit different and, and all the guys will be excited to go out there and um, express themselves and, and put and show, show, I guess, the hard work that they've been putting in over the last six, seven, eight weeks. Um, because it's, it's always a, the first... The first five, six, seven games of the season are always awesome, I found, because you, you put in that hard work in pre-season and you're working and you're you're making gains and you're feeling really fit mm -hmm. and you're able to go out there. And normally, you don't often carry that many niggles when it comes to pre-season yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're not taking too much contact. And you can go out there and the first you know, uh, handful of games, you can really just get out there and get ripped into it. And, uh, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good, it's going to be fun. And you know, if I'm playing, I'm certainly looking forward to it.
Well, everyone's looking forward to it. Like we said earlier, there are still standing tickets available up in Perth. We're there in the famous Grouth Challenge at 2 o'clock at North Inch Ground. And the season's back. Thanks again, Ashi, for episode two of Warriors Weekly. And thanks to everyone who sent in their messages for Mike. We'll be back next Tuesday with reaction to the Harlequins game. Hopefully, reaction to a good win. And please do leave your reviews. Let us know what you want to hear using the hashtag Warriors Weekly. We're on Apple Podcasts, ACAS, and every other platform. And until next week, thanks very much. Thank you. Yeah.